So if the G.I. Joes were called something else, it wouldn't be as weird, but they're called the Joes. Well, Cobra Commando is Cobra, right? Also he's a weird name, because I think, always think he's just going without underwear. And I'm DJ. And this is Roses and Rejections, a podcast on the Pop Break Network where we talk about all things Bachelor Nation. We are on episode eight, which bamboozled us momentarily uh, because it is also the men tell all. Yeah. The reason we said we were bamboozled is because we couldn't remember if this was going to be like a normal episode or if it was going to be the men tell all. Because last week they did that thing where they were very vague about what was going to be happening this week yeah to be fair the like little tv guy helper thing said like before the episode it was like the bachelor the men tell all and in the episode description it's like the men come back to the typical men tell all description so it seemed like that was going to be it right so we were bamboozled because the episode started and it was like an episode it wasn't like the mental and one of the reasons we were also confused because i I thought about this earlier. Every season does it differently. Some seasons devote an episode to the women or men tell all, where yep. it's just a full episode is that. Other ones split it half and half, where it's half an episode, half the half the men tell all, women tell all, whatever. And then like, so everyone does it differently. So this episode, Katie's season, they did uh, twenty minutes of episode, and the rest was the men tell all. And it was barely episode, it was like preamble. Like, we'll talk about it, but like, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't call it preamble. It was a pretty significant thing that happened. It was just 20 minutes of that significant thing. It felt like they had to show us this in order for the men tell all to make sense. Well, yeah. Well, not to make sense, but to show someone on the men tell all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's jump into it. Um, Episode 8 starts off pretty much with Michael on the phone with his son. James, I believe the name is. Yeah, his is. son's name is James. Um, and he, Michael said that James couldn't be there for hometowns for his own safety. My assumption is because he's too young to get vaccinated. Yeah. Not allowed to be on site with other people. And they were talking, and it was cute. He's like, I want to go to Disney World with you. And they were like, we're going to go on vacation. It's going to be great. It's going to be fun. And then he said the thing which has been teased in the the, fina- the trailers, which was... He said, maybe daddy left because he doesn't want to see me. Yeah. Which was really hard to watch. It was hard to watch. It was hard to watch. And then Michael, being great dad, kept a very strong face. I was like, don't say that. You know, I miss you. I love you. I can't wait to see you again. And then they hung up the phone and he just started crying. Yeah. And I was like crying. And we were like like eight minutes into the episode yeah he like so he was on the phone like video chat like you said Mm -hmm. and then he hung up the phone he like gave it back to his producer and said thank you and then he like big hugged his producer what do we assume is his producer right 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 and like she like rubbed his back and it was very like it was hard yeah It it was hard to watch because we all love michael we all love michael and like that was just sad it was really sad um, so he, 
he was crying. He went to Katie's room. It was pretty clear what he was going to do. And um, he told her about what James has said. Mm-hmm. He told her he couldn't focus on anything else, which makes sense. Yeah. Um, and he said that it was it was wrong if during hometowns, if she couldn't even meet James, he felt like he'd only be giving her half of himself. Yep. Um, which is like significant. And then he told her that he's going home and they were both crying. And he said, I'm not leaving because of us. I'm leaving because of my son. He needs his dad. Yeah. That was a lot. It was to quote everyone on this, this season, season and every season. Lot. That was a lot. I even think he said at one point too. He's like, "This is a lot." Yeah. Like, yeah. Um. Apparently, on the first night, he gave her a stopwatch, a pocket watch. That was um, like the little yeah, yeah. joke. Yeah. Right. He gave her like, a pocket it was in watch. my family for two hundred years. Or yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah. He dad jokes right from the get go. Yeah. Um. He gave her the pocket watch. Uh. But she didn't have pockets, so he just held on to it for her, and then he gave it back to her before he left and said some nice things about how their time together and them having time, but then said that they ran out of time. He said that the one thing I thought that I I could get more of is time. Yeah. I was was wrong. The thing that he said that like, I think was the thing that caused the tears to fall out of my eye was he said, you taught me how to love again. Yeah. Yeah. Cause for those who don't remember, he tragically lost his wife. Yeah. To Um, cancer. Yeah. And he, like, hadn't dated since then. Yeah. So this was a big, this was a big deal. And he, he had, has feelings for Katie. And so it was a big deal that, like, she was able to get him to feel comfortable enough to date again. Yeah. And that's where the episode portion ends. Yep, that was it. The lowest freaking note. Yeah. So then we jump into the mental all. Yes. And we're going to, I'm not going to say we're going to breeze through this, but you all know who've watched any of a series. The mental all is usually just a lot of fluff and a lot of um, clips from the season. Yeah. Full disclosure. I only watched half of it. I, I caught the highlights online. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I didn't watch most of it because I don't care for it. Yeah. It's, I, I will say that this. Um, so this was hosted by uh, Tasha and Caitlin. Yep. Um, and before we jump into the actual mental, uh, one thing that I'll say about their hosting style that was very different from uh, Chris Harrison's hosting style is that they didn't lead the conversation the whole time. Yes. They prompted a little bit with questions. But for the most part, they let the men sort of lead the conversation. Yes. And, like, the direction that it went in. Which I found was interesting, like, an interesting direction to see, like, the paths that happened. Because in past seasons, when it was Chris Harrison, it was a lot of, like, guided question and answer. And, like, if things got too out of hand, he would, like, like squash it before it got, like, too out of hand. But this was, like, really interesting to... It was interesting to see how it went. So, I want to get started with a feud that I I forgot that it completely existed because I think it was in episode two. Um, Aaron versus Cody. Yep. Now, I remember thinking to myself, well, that's not fair, the thing with Cody, that that had happened, that he was 
that Aaron claimed that he wasn't there for the right reasons, that he was only yeah, there to get popular. Yeah, he just got bounced, yeah. And, like, then he got, like, he got bounced. Well, apparently, so this happened, and none of this gets out during this series, uh, season, but apparently six months before The Bachelorette premiered, Cody made a post saying, in six months I'm gonna be famous. <laughs> wow. So, so maybe Aaron wasn't entirely wrong. Wow, 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 wow. Um... So yeah, that was that was the most interesting thing. There was some drama with um, Carl, like with the other men. Of course, they were like, "You should have, instead of like not being a snitch, you should have maybe like to- told Katie who it was and stuff." Don't gaslight. Yeah, pretty much. Gaslighting is bad. Right. Um, and then they also called out Hunter for the whole. The whole love thing where he said he was falling in love with her, but then, like, that he wasn't in love with her. He was just starting to fall in love with her. Right. Yeah. So, nothing, like, too drastic. Uh, and then they did the the hot seats, right? So, they brought people up. Um, Connor B., first guy up. Uh, you all know the one who plays the ukulele, dressed as a cat. Um, he, they say that his, um, he was sent home because he was not a good kisser. Um, that was like the whole thing. Very weird. Uh, they did show almost every clip of him making out with Katie. Yeah. And I will say the one thing that seemed weird is that he does not tilt his head at all. So Mm. it's a lot of straightforward kissing and a lot of like lip, a lot of lip. Human's faces aren't made like that. No, the nose gets in the way. You got to tilt your head. So that just from what I could see, but apparently he called his exes to ask about like, if he was a bad kisser. I know. Um, but then something that has never happened before happened. Uh, and surely this was not so, like, randomized. Otherwise it would happen during every men's hall on women's hall. Um, but the an audience member was like, uh, oh, I don't think you're that bad of a kisser. And then she... How does she know? Right. So then she came onto the stage... And grabbed his face and just made out with him. An audience member. Pretty just, raunchy. Just came down and made out with him. They brought her on stage. Um, she, Caitlin was like, that, or Tasha was like, that's really, that was pretty ballsy or something. Not, she didn't say ballsy because she wouldn't say ballsy, but uh, she basically said I had to, how it had to take a lot gutsy. of time. Gutsy. Gutsy. Yeah, probably that was the word. Um, and that was staged right that had to be i don't know how staged it was as much of um and the only reason i don't think it was like staged is because connor went to say something to her as she grabbed his face and just pulled him in um but uh then she went to sit down and as she went to sit down connor said to her i want your number like as she went to sit down and then Connor went back to the guys and all the guys were like high-fiving him. Like I was like, wow. Um, so why why don't you think it was staged? Um so she 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 did cut them off while they were mid-sentence. I don't even remember what they were saying, but they were talking and she cut them off. Now, I don't think it was staged. I think it was approved by a producer, so someone didn't, like, just shut her down and pull her in the it back. Was, it must have been, like, planned ahead of time, though. I don't think you could just let that be totally... Right. No, um, right, right. I don't... Spontaneous. But I think that it was planned not with the people on stage. Right, right, right. Like, okay, I think it was okay. planned with, like, maybe the producers, the security, 
And he was planned with all other parties. Who wants to make out with Connor? Right. And this... That lucky woman. Right. And then she... Who knows? The reason I... The reason I don't feel it was completely staged, at least with the people on stage, is because she went up and he went to say something that sounded along the lines of, oh, I was checking you out earlier. But he was like, oh, I was checking you. And Mm. she just like, face. Um, And... Uh, yeah. Mm. And then Andrew was up next. Um, he... I have a very strong belief that Andrew could be the next Bachelor. Really? Yeah, I am I know a lot of people are pulling for Michael. And we'll get to this next because Michael goes up next. hot question, Michelle. I don't think it's going to be Michael. I feel strongly it's going to be Andrew for a few reasons. He drops a lot of lines that are like, I'm still waiting for someone to pick me for me. Which is a, that's a pretty strong. Yeah. Um, so he pulls a lot of lines like, I'm still waiting for someone to pick me for me. Which is a very, like, quotable line. Yeah. For The Bachelor. Uh, he said that, like, he grew up watching rom-coms with his mom. He's mom very comes. Right. He's very personable. Very, like, easy to like him. Like, it's just, I can see Andrew also because he doesn't have. A child. And now I don't say The Bachelor can't have a child, but the reason that I don't think Michael A. would be The Bachelor is because it's too much time away from his kid. I don't see him doing that. Well, let's talk about his sit-down. Right. So Michael was next. Um, they, they replayed all of the memories and conversations and even the stuff from the episode earlier this episode. And... After everything played, all of the men, like, it was dead silent Mm -hmm. in the audience and with all the men, and Caitlin Bristow wiped a tear away. Um, uh, He told Caitlin and Tasha that he would give it another shot if she presented the opportunity for him. Um, And he said things like, he never thought he'd be ready to find love again. Uh, It didn't seem possible, but there's a ton of hope out there for him now. And those are lines that sets it up that you think... Oh, um, maybe he would be the next Bachelor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I don't think he would stay away from his kid for that long. Yeah, it's tricky. So, uh, what was interesting is that, um, so, uh, a lot of, um, I should say, like, entertainment websites, so, like, your Entertainment Weekly, Us Weekly, People, The Ringer, a lot of those, like, pop culture entertainment sites, when they want to posit something without reporting it they put those little headlines like who's michael a and is he the next bachelor (laughs) bachelorette recap is michael a the front runner for the next bachelor so they pause it without like reporting it right Right, right. but so i will say there was a lot of scuttlebutts you know on you know various pop culture sites and twitter about Mm. oh michael a uh could he be the next yeah. Bachelor? Well, let me tell you why. Yeah? Because the internet loves Michael A., so they're all going to read those articles. Mm-hmm. So that's why they wrote oh, those articles. Clickbait, so, oh, clickbait. It's all clickbait. I think uh... so. Not, and I'm not... Because everyone loves Michael A. Yeah. But if you had these two articles in front of you, and one was like, could Michael A. be the next Bachelor? <laughs> or is like, could Andrew be the next Bachelor? You're going to yeah. read the Michael A. one. Uh, I see. <laughs> right? I see. So you think they're like really just trying to capture the moment yeah, and, I think yeah. it's I think it's more of like 
the internet loves Michael A. So much. So everyone, much. everyone loves Michael A. Even the men in the house love Michael A. Like, after Michael left the stage, the men gave him a standing ovation. The men in the audience gave it. Everyone loves him. He's great. And he's great. And I would love to see him. I f- well, part of me thinks he's too pure for to be a bachelor. Like, he's just too good of a person <laughs> to be the bachelor. Um, but I just... I can't see him leaving his kid for that long. I think that it's too much... It's too much time and commitment to be away from your family again. He just did it for this long. And he made it far, so he did it for a long time. And then to do that again, I just... I don't see it happening. So what you're saying, though, is we should tell the Pop Break editor, Alex, the first two editors, edits our podcast Mm -hmm. to put these up. We should tell him... Uh, name this podcast is Michael A going to be the next Bachelor? Yeah, like that's what we should name this just to feast on that like yeah, oh, energy. Yeah. Okay, I'll t- I'll tell. And Alex. then all of our listeners will be so mad. Yeah, at us. yeah, is is Michael A the next Bachelor? No, according to us, that's the the same Drew Click would be like, no, he's not. Yeah, yeah. I, I I mean, I just don't I don't see it happening. I could be wrong, and I would I would very much watch a season of Michael A's. I mean, we watch every season, but I would enjoy a season of Michael A's The Bachelor. I just. I ease, I can easily see Andrew falling into that slot, and I have a harder time with Michael A. fitting in that slot. I So I want to make the case for it. Um, I, I think that, depending on when filming is, like maybe if his kid's in school, maybe he's a little older, you know, because maybe you'll be like eight months removed from when that happened to when you'd start filming his season. Like, if you get the, you know, right amount of circumstances, and you talk to the families and you explain everything... Like, look, this, like, really sets everything up for, you know, like, you know, I, yeah, I, I get someone who's a fiancé, but also just, like, the appearance fees and his, like, he's an aspiring, like, social media, um, like, whatever, content creator, like, whatever, like, or strategist, like, that's what his job is, like, even from that standpoint, where it's like, look, I could, I could set me and my family up for the rest of our life. Like these, these people, when they make appearances at, at conventions, like when conventions like happen again, they get like fifty k in appearance. Former leads, mm. former leads get paid like a lot of money because there's only so many of them. Sure, I don't think he cares about that stuff. Mm. Interesting for his child. Yeah, well. I, 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 that's just the case for it. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, I, I would love to see it, but I mean, yeah, I think the kid stuff's rough. Um, and also the optics of like, what does it look like where it's like, he's like, well, I can't leave my kid for this long, but you could spin it for like, but this is to find him a mom. Like you could totally make that. Spin. I don't think that, I don't think it works. I just mm. don't think it works. I think that it is, it's off brand for him. Right. I feel like his whole thing is I have to leave because I have to be with my son because my my son needs his father. Right. And that was right. very noble and pure of him. And then for him to be like, JK, son, I'm going to be away for another few months to find you a mommy. It's like, I don't know. It doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like take him. The, take the kid with you. You can't take the kid with you i mean I, all these thirsty women i'm curious if the next bachelor season will be normal um so i know we casually mentioned this during this episode but we didn't like really highlight it there was an audience for this men tell all yes which has been the first uh in-person audience since it would have been it was before claritatia <laughs> season who was before? no that that would have had one no it didn't claritatia was the first one that was like it was like in the resort, remember? 
Oh my god. Oh right. That was like the yeah. first big COVID season. Yeah, so it was whatever season was before that. Peter. Peter? Oh Peter. my god. Yeah. Wow. Peter's Yeah, because oh. that was. His season yeah. like ended at like in February. Oh that's or March. right. Yeah, yeah, like hope Yeah. Yeah. Peter's season ended like right before yep. COVID. Yep. Yeah. So okay, so yeah, his was the last season mm-hmm. where there was uh like an impersonal audience. audience. So yeah. we had a live audience. I With mean, his mom. Oh God, Barb. Um. So I, I have to assume that like they were all like COVID, uh, like vax or tested or whatever. Um. But I was surprised to see the audience because I mean it might have been filmed like a week ago. They probably filmed it in LA. Um. But right. uh, in their like regular ABC studio. But that was just surprising for me to see. I mean, like. If one of the requirements to getting in was you had to show your vaccination card. Yeah, that's, like, been the bar. Yeah. For, like, all of these, like, in-person, just everything. When I went to the Knicks game, the all, like, all the, right. like, shows and stuff in right, LA. Exactly. And New York, that's, like, been the bar. Right. So, that, that's my assumption. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but that, it was just interesting to see the... Yeah. It, 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 you forget how much it adds. Yeah. Just because, like, you know, even, like, outside the moment with, like, Connor B., like just like the laughing and the reactions, and, yeah, yeah. and then the, the stark contrast to after they show the Michael clips, like when it's silent, it's yeah. so much more impactful because yes. there was a lot of energy in the room prior to that. Yes, yes, I agree with that very yeah. much. So, like, like when you get the cheering and stuff, it, it feels normal again, which is nice. Yeah, but you're right; it makes a huge difference because then when it is silent, it's like yeah. shit. That's like a ton of people being like quiet because this is a really serious moment right now. Yeah. Um, let's jump back into this real quick. Yeah. Um, because we're almost done with the, the men tell all, they, they start going into the funnier blips, which is like, they, they talk about a trash talk reel that happened during the, the, the basketball episode, the weird yeah. basketball, bash ball, ba- the, batch ball. I thought it was bash ball. Cause I remember they saying, they should have named it yes. bash. Oh, these idiots. Yeah. So, um, apparently there was a trash talk reel as part of the date. Um, and all the men sucked at it. Like, they weren't good at, like, insulting each other. But it's because they were, like, friends. Um, I know. I, so, it really feels like there wasn't a lot of animosity. No, like, there was, like, a few things. And then they kind of ended. And that was Yeah. It. Like, no one seemed to be that mad at Hunter. Right. Everyone was, like, cool with him yeah. now. Like, like, they called him out. But, like, no one like, was, like, holding it over yeah, him. Yeah. Like, they all seemed to be, like, buddies right. there. So, yeah. It was, um... I think they had a good group of guys. Yeah. And like a good cast. Well, and... during the during that trash talk portion of that oh, date. Yeah. Um the, I'm not gonna name all of them because some of them were dumb. Like a guy and I don't even remember who was like, Where'd you get that shirt? From the shirt store? And it's like, oh what, what are you what are you doing? But my favorite was Michael A said to Mike, said, Your eyes are blue like a urinal cake. That's so weird. <laughs> and it was like, wait, wait. What are you guys doing? Um, and it I, was funny. I think, like, trash talk maybe is, you know, kind of fallen out of vogue. It's, like, not really a thing yeah, anymore. It's not a thing. And, like, I, I always think, like. Cyberbullying is the new That's thing. the new hotness, that's is, like, hotness. just, like, getting at someone's yeah, in someone's Twitter. Yeah, aggressive until they what? commit suicide. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, no, it's awful. Jesus. Um,. Well, no, I I always think of in in these things where it's like if you're getting trash talk, you just have to do the the eight mile where Eminem just gets up on stage and starts like dissing himself, oh, like yeah. I'm so poor I can't afford my electric bill, my clothes don't fit, I've been wearing these yeah. for a week, can't pay laundry, and everyone just like doesn't know what to yeah. do because yeah. he like well, that's, subverted trash talk. That's like that's like 
in all scenarios, if someone is making fun of you, the best thing you can do to disarm them is to just play along. Yeah, yeah, That yeah, is, yeah, like, yeah. the thing. Like, that is the thing that will help them stop. By the way, for any of our listeners who haven't seen 8 Mile, go back and watch 8 Mile. I, I think it holds up. I don't remember. First of all, I can't remember if I watched it all the way through once. I don't even. Wow. What have you done? I don't know. It's a good movie. I'm sure. Um... So anyway, the next part of the men's hell all. During the season, during uh, Kate, Katie's season, yeah, uh, Caitlin Bristow was with Jason Tardic, Tardic, yes. yeah. uh, and they were clearly dating and stuff. And there was a few times where DJ and I talked, and I don't remember if there's a part where we were like, "Are they engaged? Are they?" Da, da, da. Yeah, we didn't exactly know what was like what going their on. status yeah. was. We knew they were together, but during the mental hall, they show a video of like show the proposal video of Jason to Caitlin yeah. because apparently it happened right after the filming of this season was done. Yeah. Yeah, so what happened, I will just say it really quick because it was very funny and very cute. Um, they have a podcast together. Yep. And they, they all do. Right, of course. And every single yeah. one of them has a podcast. Of course, of course. But they, uh, this is a really good setup because he got it all on film because the podcast. How about that for getting your proposal yeah. video on film, by right, the way? Right. Eh? Eh? So he. Heavy play. They, they set it up like there's going to be a. A person who they're going to yeah like uh, guest hosts yeah interview yeah. someone and and she goes are they there are they online and he goes there's no podcasts there's no person and she's like what and then he gets up to do it and she's like her reactions are so like yeah pure like it is like like the most just genuine reactions it's, it's good to be reminded why she was picked for um the bachelorette and and she made the wrong choice by not picking nick she should have picked nick um but, but it's nick, fine then she ended up with jason maybe yeah uh plus then we wouldn't have gotten a nick season that's true all right fair enough but um anyway it's good to see her because she's like fun and you know had like a good season yeah and, um, but it was really sweet because he was proposing and he was like talking about it and then he started like crying and he's like I never thought I'd be lucky enough to marry my best friend. And I was like, oh my God. It's <laughs> like quite crying. good. It's quite good. <laughs> it was so sweet. Uh, Jason and Caitlin. Very cute. Yes. Very sweet. I think so. Um, she was like, I'm wearing a tequila shirt. Oh, yeah. Like, and then she started, oh my God. It was like Babel legit <laughs> at some like, point. Like when you're really excited. Some people get really excited. Just high pitched, quick talking. And it was funny because she watched herself back. And then she was like. What? <laughs> well, yeah, it's great. They had the picture in picture. Yeah. So you got to see the proposal video and her reaction in real time. And her reaction in real time is like, I, what's going on? Yeah, because because like, it was her being like, <laughs> and then her, her picture in picture was like, what? <laughs> yeah, like she just totally didn't understand. It was, cute. It was like pretty good. Yeah, um, it was it was very wholesome content. Yeah. Um, And then, so then the next segment of the men's hall was Katie coming out. Uh, she spoke with Michael again. She spoke with Andrew again. Um, Aaron said something really sentimental, sentimental to her, and then Katie called her, called him Thomas. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah, and it was like real, like she was super embarrassed. You could tell, you could see it. Everyone was like, "Oh," 
because Thomas has been like the butt of the joke in this whole thing. It almost it almost felt like someone whispered in here, yo, it'd be really funny if you called Aaron Thomas. I'm not saying that's what happened, that's but like not. it was very much a slip yeah. of the tongue. Like very uh like just accidental. Like I'm sure she was thinking about him earlier because he uh he video chats in and they do a um he says his biggest regret was speaking any kind of doubt into her journey. Um, the way he talks was still very much like a politician. Yeah, he didn't solve the problem. I don't no. think he figured out, like, what did him in. No. And, and it's the fact that he just sounds yeah. like a fucking robot. Yeah. Because he's just such a fucking pleaser. But Yeah. Mm. And then um, he asked why, like, what happened. Like, why all of a sudden there was a switch in their relationship. And she told him that his speech he the day he came to her room and stuff um to figure it out of that rose ceremony she was like almost crying and he was basically like smiling while giving her that speech uh and she said it didn't feel genuine and she said at that Mm. point like she knew that it wasn't right um yeah so then that was pretty much it for thomas i can't remember much else from it doesn't family. matter it really we'll doesn't. never have to see him ever again um, and that's great yes and then uh, a cute thing that happened connor b broke out his ukulele because that's what he does it's like jed but better and <laughs> um he's saying a song about his experience on the season but the best part was at the very end he sang the line uh but the guys on this season have got me believing in bromance. It was pretty good. And then he, he got all the guys to sing along, and it was so cute. Like, yeah, it, yeah, I talk about your wholesome content. Yeah, it's it's like, the, I really like when the men get along with each other, you know? Yeah, in this group especially, just very, yeah. very much so. Yeah, um, it was nice. It was really nice to see because they, um, like, you could really tell, also in that song he said, like, he didn't get her, but he got 13 new friends. And I was like, that's cute. I think he said 30. No, he didn't say 30. He's not friends with all yeah, of the men. I don't know. I the number. I don't know. I could have sworn he said 13, because that's probably, like, the close friends that he had. Um, okay, and then we're almost done. They did the blooper reel. And a lot of the blooper reel is always, like, her tripping on heels when yeah. it's The Bachelor. It's her tripping on heels. There being bugs... In the way they were in New Mexico, There's so like bugs. that's just one. Well, like and like freakishly large bugs yeah. is like the yeah. thing in New Mexico. Oh, that part God. of the country in general got like Texas. Like Texas is known for having just like and they fly and they're everywhere. Oh God, and, please yeah, stop! Right. I will never go to Texas. <laughs> um, At least in the summer, just go in the winter. Yeah, that's true. Um, so the only the only two worth calling out of the blooper reel really are. Um, there's a scene where this poor cameraman. <laughs> Oh my gosh. He's walking backwards with his camera, you know, to get the shot. And he trips on like one of those short tables. Yeah, like a little coffee table. And he trips and on it and he lands on whatever pretty yeah, setting thing was on the table. It's like the back of his knee. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you're going to fall one way, you just kind of fall sitting. It's yeah. it's, a, it's not like he went head over oh, heels. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. He, he fell onto his butt. Yeah, which like all things considered. I just feel but. bad. Because, like, he's yeah. just doing his job. <laughs> like, yeah, that guy. The poor guy. Yeah, felt bad. Um, and then the other one worth calling out is that at the end, um, Tasha and Katie are walking, and 
someone, and I don't know if it's a producer or like one of the guys because they don't really show it. Yeah. But he, um, they're walking along a path and the guy's behind a tree and the guy takes this big stick and like pushes it towards uh, Tasha. Yeah. So out of the corner of eye, Tasha sees this big thing moving towards her. And now, again, they're in Mexico. That could actually be a thing. But Tasha fucking flails. Prank was. Like, like jumps, falls. Like, her whole body gives out on her. I was like, Tasha, if that was actually, like, an animal or something, it would get you. Like, prank was. But then, Such good prank was. Yeah, but then she got up and she's like, who the bleep did that? That person must have got fired. <laughs> Um, Must have been a high-level producer to like, get away with that shit. Not like a grip or yeah. like some just the yeah. fucking caterer. Like that was someone who's like, yeah, I got job security. <laughs> that's something you only do if it's your friend or you got job security. Yeah, One true. of those two things. You don't do that if you're, you know, third, third, uh, third lighting guy. Yeah. Um, and that was it for the episode. And then they did the trailer for the next. How many episodes are left? So there's two. Oh my god, this is gonna be so. Right again, this is a lot of speculation. So there's two things we know. Yes, we know that there are two episodes left. Yes, the last episode is on the ninth, and it is three hours long. Yes, that's all we know. So here's my guess. My guess is the ninth is the finale and the after the final rose. That's my guess. We're gonna bundle it all together. Maybe. Because sure. Bip starts the week after. Oh, so they ah! <laughs> It never stops. Um, so that's my guess. So next week is Hometowns. Mm-hmm. And Fantasy. It's weird. There's only three guys for Hometowns. Right. Is she um, gonna, she's going to. She doesn't have to send anyone home. She could literally just do hometowns and fantasies. Yeah, and like, I don't think... See, what would have been weird is, I think maybe... So, let's spend like two minutes on this. Sure. So, we see in the first part of this episode the whole Michael thing. I question when that happened. What Michael thing? The thing with his son. Oh, yeah, okay. Because it's super not clear when that happened. Right, right, right. It could have been done like while they were getting... Setting up the hometown stuff, while people were bubbling. What you mean is that like... What happened in this episode with Michael talking to his son, could that have taken place like during Hometowns or during Fantasy Suites or something like that? Well, not during Fantasy Suites, yeah. like like, could she have already done a Hometown with someone? Exactly. Like did she do two Hometowns and then this happened but they showed it first because then it made sense for the, um, after, for for the mental, excuse me. Because if that were to happen immediately... Like, there's, like, a scenario where they could have gotten, like, Andrew back. I just think... I'm just saying, like, I think the way it happened, like, how Ben came back for Tasha's season, yeah, just because they had to, like, fill out the roster. He looked like a fool. Yeah. I just think that the way that this went down, it seemed like it probably happened in an inopportune time where the only options were to, okay, we just have to air the hometowns we got, do whatever the remaining hometown is, but we have to show this first so the story makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, like, all those men from the mental all, none of them are coming back. Because then it wouldn't make sense. Right, of course. They would be safe for the, after the final rose. So, so right, you say that, of course. It's just, like, how... I, I'm very curious to see how they'll navigate hometowns plus fantasy suites. Is it possible there will only be two guys for fantasy suites in order to eliminate someone? Could you have a scenario where next week is hometowns, three hometowns, Eliminates one final two, 
There's no way there's no fantasy suites. They have to do fantasy suites. It's like a law. So maybe, a law. maybe there's only two fantasy suites, and then you roll into like the finale. I'd like to uh, I'd like to double up on my theory from last week. Yes. Here's what I think will happen. Okay. Okay. There's three guys for hometowns. Yep. I don't know if they're going to bundle hometowns and fantasy suites. Okay. But what I think will happen is that they're going to start with hometowns. Yep. And I, I think there's going to be less fluff. I think it's going to be kind of like quick. Um, because I think that they're going to start fantasy suites next episode. So, the the not the finale, the no. upcoming episode. Episode next week. With three guys? Yes. Okay. I think the shit with Greg happens. Okay. Where he, like, loses it. You've been riding this train. I think it's going to happen. You've been conducting this train, as I'm a matter of fact. I'm telling you, I think he's going to lose his shit, and I think that it's going to blow up. Just, like, jealousy? Yeah, or, like, okay. I think he's not going to be able to handle it, and it's going to become too much for him, and then he's, I think he's, I think there's going to be a huge fight, and he's going to leave. So, and then you think Blake and wins, probably. And then I think Blake and Justin go to... Imagine Justin goes to the finale. Oh, Man. my God. Who would have ever called that? I know. It's it's all lining up. This is like the Phoenix Suns going to the NBA Finals. <laughs> just like the perfect path until getting ruined by the Milwaukee Bucks, <laughs> a.k.a. Blake, in this analogy. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I think that... I think that it's going to be Hometowns next episode. Because we weren't sure if Hometowns was even going to happen since we lost Yeah, Michael. if you only have three guys, go straight to right. Fantasy Suites. But, but we saw the trailer that shows them in Hometowns yeah. next week. I really think the thing with Michael happened like after they had some Hometowns in the can. Mm. Like, I, I really do. Because yeah. then it, it doesn't make sense for, like... That's the only way that you wind up how everything was shown. Yeah, so... I don't know if it's going to be like Hometowns is... All of next week, but so that next week is only hometowns, right? But I, it doesn't seem right because usually hometowns is with four people. Yeah, so there's only three people. Yep. Um, and they are condensed hometowns because they are still under some types of restrictions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think that it's going to be hometowns. Okay. And then I think that they're going to start doing fantasy suites. Okay. And then I think the shit with Greg is going to happen. Okay, so you think they start fantasy suits with three guys? Just be rolling, yes. no elimination. Hometowns, rolling the fantasy yeah, suites. Yeah. Bono, okay. Yeah. Okay, and then... Because they can't go into fantasy suites with two guys, mm. and then just that yeah. be the finale. Yeah, that's fair. So, so then you think Greg goes home at the end of next episode, and then... I don't it... know if... I think that the fight's going to be at the end of next episode. Okay. I don't think he's going to go home yet. I think he's going to go home at the beginning of the next episode. So we'll enter the finale with three men... Greg the goes fina- the final episode. Yeah, yes. the finale um, with three men. Mm-hmm. Greg goes home. It'll be down to Justin Blake, and then yeah, Blake I'm wins. not convinced if it, and it depends on the timing of the episode because I don't know how quickly they're gonna go through the hometowns. Yeah, so I don't know if like will Greg leave at the end of the next episode or is that are they gonna save that for the beginning of the finale? I think they might save it for the beginning of the finale. They've been teasing Katie, being like, "I want to go home. Get me tickets home." Blah blah blah. And I think that that will be for the final episode. I think that's going to happen. I don't think... I think she picks someone based on how she was talking today. That's what I was going to ask you next. Like, does someone, quote unquote, win? I think she does because how she spoke today. And unless they coached her incredibly and was like, you can't portray sadness. We already know she's coachable. That's true. We know she's coachable. Yeah. No, it's possible she 
does just leave and doesn't pick anyone if if that is the case i think she's great and needs to like do bigger things with her life because because she did not convey sadness or anything because michael uh they threw out the fact that michael would be willing to like go back to her right and she was like you know i think everything happens for a reason and the path that we take leads us to whatever some like fluffy answer but i think that it really was um i think she ends up with someone uh i don't know how i will say now that we're like a few episodes out like three being done yeah we have two left i've been really enjoying this season yeah it's crazy how good it's been (laughs) it's been very enjoyable like i have not hit a point yet where i'm like this is boring this sucks i don't think i've had this much fun since rachel's season yeah i would agree i would agree it's been a long time it's been, it's been a like long five, time four, like four years i'm since. curious how the hometowns go because for me the hometowns are usually the most boring episodes yeah i mean it, it, you might be right that we might just kind of like hyper drive through them i really think because so. they didn't tease any big hometown drama no because no. i there, maybe there's not a lot there and they yeah. probably can't afford to just like with, with the the yeah. broadcast timing works out yeah um oh man i'm excited yeah uh and then yeah and then we're done yeah so um before we jump off bachelor news because we are going to talk about something else mm-hmm. um is michael a going to be the next one um <laughs> they did release michelle's men list we'll cover it another time i was confused for a second i was like what did they what of my things did they release <laughs> michelle i am sorry i can't remember her last name the the next bachelorette yes. that's coming this fall they released her men yeah 35 yeah 35 yeah um, which is how many Matt had, but not all at once. He had 35 oh, true. They, like, spread out. Them in. Yeah. Uh, Michelle was part of that second wave. Yeah, that's true. Um, so we'll talk about that another time. We'll have time. Um, so we won't talk about that for now. What we will talk about is Netflix dropped all six episodes uh-huh. of Sexy Beast. Um I would like to say that we were on vacation when we watched this. So a couple things, right? So yeah, we had not planned to watch a bunch, no. but I saw that it dropped and I was a bit confused and concerned because I saw that there were six episodes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. And they were like 20 minutes each. Yeah. And it was clear that every episode had a different focus. Before we before we get too into what it actually is, yeah. do you want to say like what you thought it would be yeah so it seemed like the pitch was so like kind of like a play on love is blind which apparently that's coming back to mm. Ugh, <laughs> it was a play on love is blind where uh let's you know uh right throw someone up in hollywood level movie um movie makeup mm-hmm. and can they find love you know even though they're hot but they're disguised yeah. how hot they are and i thought it was gonna be more of like this long um kind of like a saga uh, yes Mm. where it's like what do these people do do they go on dates what's going on here um after seeing what happened and kind of what we talked about some of this it makes sense where they landed i just think they could have done better right so i thought the show was going to be more like um not exactly bachelorette style but i thought it would be like a house of people or like a big group of people who like they each 
I guess in the scenario of like Love is Blind where you start off with this big contestant pool and yeah. then they each kind of like pick who they gel the best Yeah, with. and it winnows and then you get the couples. Right. And then, so, oh, how will it work with these people? Yeah. Will someone freak out at the other one for like no reason and get into a big fight? Uh-huh. Let's find out. Yeah. So that's not what the show is. It became very clear within the first episode what the show is. Um, Would you like to explain? Yeah. So, okay. So each episode is focused on one person. Yes. That person is trying to find love. Yes. That person is... Or something like that. Sure. That person is trying to find a mate. They're sexy beasts. Mm-hmm. So they go on three... Uh, they go on three different blind dates with three different people yeah. who are all in SFX. And, and that's the blind aspect. Yes. It's like, you don't know what this person looks like. Right. So they do speed dating first, like a speed dating portion first with all three people. And then the main person has to eliminate someone. Yeah. And then after that person is eliminated, they come out without the makeup on. And then the person... And the other contestants has to see what this person looks like without their makeup on. And they all go like, aww. Yeah. And then, so and then the person who lost gets to see a picture of what the the lead looks like without the makeup on. And they're like, eh. Yeah, sometimes it's funnier because like the way the men react to how the women actually look is yeah. so much more like, oh, she's hot. Versus like the women who are like, eh, he's not my high type. Um, but... Then they go on to, like, serious dates with the two remaining contestants. And then they get to choose which one they think they gelled the best with. And this all, it's, like, 20 minutes. It's 20 minutes. And so, there is no investment in these people yeah, like, whatsoever. There's 22 <laughs> minutes of all of this stuff happening. The speed dates, the two, like, real dates, and then the reveals. All of that within 20, like, two minutes. So, so we watched three episodes, by the way. Yeah. So, like, maybe the last three are amazing. Yeah, maybe I'm they are. Doubtful. Um, I, I would say, I think the show relies a lot on casting. Because, yeah. like, we won't say, like, exactly what happens in case, like, you want to watch it. But, like, one of the contestants is, like, such a dickhead. Yeah. And the whole time you're like, wow, I hope you fall into a manhole. Yeah. Like, that's, like, all you're rooting for. Yeah. And then I will say the panda episode it's good, three. but only because the woman who's the panda is out of her god dang yeah. mind. If you want to watch it, but you're worried that you won't want to watch more than one episode, watch episode three with the panda yeah. episode. And I will tell you, that is the peak. It is only down As far as we know, maybe four, five, and six. Like... Okay, between episode one, two, and three, three is the best yeah. episode. Yeah. So, like, if you're like, oh, three was great, let me watch the other one or two, and you don't like it as much, we warned you. <laughs> Netflix some notes. Again, I, I I can't and I know you're listening, um, mm-hmm. Netflix executives, and I can't believe we have to keep having this conversation. <laughs> um so for one, it's clearly spent a lot of money on this show. Oh yeah. For one, they rented out Sexy Beast Manor. It's like a mansion. Or or what's possible is um it's a facade. And they showed us the exterior of a mansion, oh. and that was just done on a oh. soundstage. Mayhaps. Possible. Some movie magic. Um, but let's say that's the case, where it's not actually a full mansion, and mm. they just showed an exterior and then did a soundstage. Um, that makeup can't be cheap, right? No. Like, that is no. expensive. They paid yeah. some makeup yeah. artists for that, right? Yeah. 
the payoff is certainly not worth whatever they paid those yeah. SFX artists to do. How many hours of makeup is that? God, hours. Like, some of the makeup is so intense. You're probably talking like 10, 12 hours yeah. of makeup, right? Yeah, like, and so. that's why, realistically, it couldn't be, like, a long-term thing. Yeah. Because the makeup that they're wearing is so time-intensive. You made this point, and if you'd like to, to tell the audience, but you made this point about, like, why it, you know, it could only be in these, like, little short segments and not this prolonged, like, Love is Blind style thing. Yeah, I really think that these, I think it's two days worth yeah. of uh, events happening. I think that there's, like, the day one with the speed dates and the elimination and stuff like that, and then, and maybe even the first real date happens on day yeah. one. And then day two is, like, the second real date and then, like, the reveal and stuff like that. Because it's so... The makeup... The time to do all of that makeup for each person. Yeah. Like, even to, at the end, you're still doing three people, like, possibly ten-hour makeup. Yeah, it, it, it seems like there's something, like, um, you know, where... There were, like, telltale signs. Like, so, the final reveals where it's down to the two and the person chooses their sexy beast. Like, it, it's always happening outside at nighttime. Where it's like, oh, it must be late. Yeah. Because they had to take all that makeup off. And that's not, you know... Right. Not right. a short process. No. You're, you're not ripping it off like the Incredible Hulk, right? Right. And they it, always look like... so Done I, up. Right. You know. Like, I've had some SFX done on me before. And not even, not even close to that extent. But when you, it's an it's a process to get it off, but they always have it off and then are like showered and have regular yeah. makeup on and look great. So yeah. it's like how many how long does that alone take? How long does it take to put it on? How long does it take to take it off? How it's just the amount of money and time that went into this show was not worth the output of what we saw. Uh, also, like the pitch is, um, uh, could you fall in love with someone on personality alone? It's like, yeah, sure, but also these people are all hot. Yeah, and also, like, there's no like homely also, people on there. I do not believe for a second that any of them are in love. Oh God, no! So no, like, no, 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 like one you... couple we saw went into the bathroom to go have sex immediately. Yeah, sure. But they, like, you can... And then, like, eh. You could convince me that the people on Love is Blind might have fallen in love. You could, like, yeah. make that argument. Because they spent a lot of time together and you could see their relationship, like, developing. You cannot convince me that these 20-something-year-olds, like, young 20-year-olds, are in love now. Yeah, hell not. Like... This is not... Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Certainly not the case. Um, it, You know, it's it's... It's like a fun romp, and like we'll probably watch the last um, three episodes because it's also such a low investment. It is. You watch the whole season in two hours. Yeah, we were like I said, we were on vacation, and we were like, "Oh, let's watch an episode" because like we were winding down for the day, and I assumed it would be an hour long episode. So we're like, "Let's watch an episode," and we ended up going through the three episodes because it only took an hour. It took an hour. So yeah, and it's so like mindless. Like I, I, I am not investing like heavy brain power no. into this. Oh, Half the time not. I'm like, what? Is yeah, like, like yeah. we were. It was at the end of a very long day of driving and stuff, and yeah. we were tired, and we we just watched it. It's fun to watch when you want to go. What the hell are you doing? Yeah. It, it, <laughs> um. But again, if you're only like, I only want to devote one episode's worth of time. Episode watch three, the panda. Episode three is the panda. Watch the panda. Episode. Yeah, I would say it's like twenty minutes worth it because you're like. Oh my god! So yeah, that's Love Is Blind. Um, so yeah, let's talk about what's next. Okay. So, oh my gosh, um, 
Love is Blind. I'm sorry, that's Sexy Beast. Did we yes, say that? you said that's Love is Blind. That's Sexy Beast, excuse me. So like Love is Blind, mm-hmm. a new season coming next week. Are we covering Love is Blind? I mean, we could touch upon it, but like, I hope it's better. So like, you know how this, um, not the circle, Two Hats a Handle got better at season two? Yeah, yeah. Maybe Love is Blind is better with season two. Like yeah. maybe they fixed some things or the casting is better. Yeah. I, I mean, we're going to watch it, so why, we may as well talk about it. All right. So that, and then this week, F-Boy Island starts. Yes, which I'm we're excited definitely going to cover F-Boy Island. So I don't know how we're going to do all this. <laughs> like, we'll we'll probably have to, like, scatter some of it. Yeah. Um, that's the other thing is, too, when we start covering BIP, like, there's, like, way too much BIP to talk about all of it. Oh, yeah. It's like four hours about... of programming a week. It's like... Oh, God. No, you say like, there's two... Those yeah, two yeah. did this. You don't and... say everything. It's just like the highlights yeah. of what happens. And, and it'll probably be able to do that with like Love is, uh, uh, Love is Blind and, and um, FYI. FYI. FYI Island. We'll try and do it in real time because we're going to want to talk about the reveals. Like who sure. the F boys are yeah, and who yeah. like the nice guys are. Yeah. I'm so excited for this show. I think it's going to be really, really good. And, uh, oh, I'm done with narrators, by the way. Sexy Beast has a narrator. Oh Rob Delaney, God. he was insufferable. That's another note, Netflix. Like, you don't need it. They're not adding anything. FY Island's going to have a good host, Nikki Glazer, And that's what I think you should shift to, is more hosts, hosts less, less narrators. narrators. The circle yeah. could be a narrator because, like, that lends itself to it. Yeah, because you can't have a host within each room. But Too Hot to Handle should have a host. They should have a host. Yeah. Yeah. Too Hot to Handle should have a host. Even Love is Blind could have a host. Love is Blind could have a host. Um, Sexy Beast could have a host. It could have had a host, yeah. But no. They have a narrator doing some shitty puns that's uh, not good. I forgot about the narrator. My brain just like blanked him out, but you're yeah, right. It's not I, good. I'm excited for Nikki Glazer on FYL because she's a very funny comedian, and I, I think she's going to have some fun with the, with the women. Um, so I'm like super excited. So, yeah, that'll be next week, two-hour episodes from here on out. It's very, very nuts. But, uh, yeah, so um, that, that's it. Anything else to plug or talk about or recommend? You read those books. Do you want to uh, recommend those books oh, to the sure. audience? Um, a non-romance-related book thing that I just finished. Um, and I can't remember. We're here to give you content in every form. So there was a series that I read called the Mistborn series. Uh, and I, by read, I mean, I listened to them. Uh, on we talked about this. It counts as reading. This. Apparently scientists say that your brain process is doing these same functions when reading as you would traditionally think about it and listening on audiobook. Your yes, brain doesn't differentiate. Sure, but I, I read them while driving. And when I say that, that sounds dangerous. So you say you read them. You read them. So I read this series of novels, uh, and I think that the total time was like 70 plus hours that it took to get through them. Damn! Um, but the author, uh, Brandon Sanderson, wrote these novels. It's called the Mistborn series. Very good books. If you like fantasy novels, um, and like he created this whole other worlds and... Um, this like interesting type of powers. Uh, it's it's just a very good book, and I went in knowing nothing about it except that all of my friends from different parts of my life recommended it to me at once, and I was like, "Well, shit, I should give it a listen." And I immediately got absorbed into it. It's very interesting. The whole world is very developed and built out. 
Um, I wasn't enthralled by the ending, but part of me is like, was like upset that it was over. Another part of me is like, I don't even know how they would do that better, like how they would do it better. Um, but yeah, I highly recommend it. So the Mistborn series by Brandon Sanderson, um, highly recommend. And the person, if you have Audible, the person who narrates on, on Audible does a phenomenal job. Like he gives every person their own voice. Uh, and he remembers the voices that he uses for throughout all of the books and stuff. And he just does a great job. Um, so I highly recommend. That's what I'll recommend. Okay, this cool. Episode. I might recommend anything. That was like such a good recommend. Oh. <laughs> um, no, I mean, watch, watch all. I recommend our podcast and watch all the shows we cover. Um, you want to say what your podcast is? Oh, I meant like this oh, podcast this, like, that you are Roses listening to right now. Also, follow us but, on Twitter. Oh, yeah, follow us on Twitter. At Rose's Rejections. Also, check out my other podcast, Mostly Nitpick Game. We cover movies and pop culture by looking exclusively at the details. We're doing Snake Eyes this week. Um, <laughs> I just came from watching that movie. And um, it's funny. That, oh, they did the thing where... Henry Golding, who's the star of Snake Eyes, he was also the guy in Crazy Rich Asians, uh, just to give a point handsome. of reference. Very handsome. He comes out and he's like, he's got that great British voice, right? Yeah, he's yeah. like, thank you for coming to see oh, uh, yeah. Snake Eyes in the theaters. It's great to be in the theaters. Thank you for coming to in the theaters. And I'm like, bro, I didn't have a choice. Yeah. <laughs> this wasn't like a Black Widow situation. What or... was the last movie? Was it Black Widow? Who sat and thanked us for being in the theaters for Black Widow? Remember Kevin Feige? Did Kevin Feige thank us for being so great? I think so. I think Kevin Feige, when you go yeah. to Black Widow, is like, thank you yeah. so much. Yeah. I'm Kevin Feige. <laughs> and it's like, you're welcome? <laughs> no, that I get, because you have the option. Yes, yes. I did not have the option. That's true. So while I like seeing you and hearing your accent, because in Stick I see just an American accent. Right, of course. I really think this movie was a waste of Henry Golding, but it's mm. fine. Um, to be fair, he does spend most of the time not in the traditional Snake Eyes mask, so yes. I guess that helps. Um, moving forward, it's going to be a minefield. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I'm always amazed by non-American people who can do the American accent. You know what's funny what? is I heard him slip a lot. Really? And there are some words, I think, when you have a British accent and then it kind yeah. of... Like it's, it, like this is the right time. Oh, like like yeah, those yeah, yeah. Uh, like the IMEs yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, I hear it, I hear it, but like whatever. <laughs> um, so anyway, check out what, listen to our Snake Eyes pod. I'm sure it'll be good. Um, and then we're doing Jungle Cruise and then Suicide Squad. Very excited like, yeah, for all of those things. things. Yeah, Jungle Cruise will be good. And I hope yeah. Jungle Cruise is good. I just want it to be so full of puns, and it won't be. It won't be, I no. I know, but I it, want it to, because that's what the ride is. Yeah. The ride is exclusively puns. Even the boat names are puns, and, like... You'll get one, and, like, that'll be it. And then you'll... They'll be, like, you're welcome. Oh. Here's your thing. Uh, so, all right. Um, we'll be back next week to talk... Love is Blind, F-Boy Island, and Hometowns, and possibly Fantasy Suites? And the blow up with Greg, I'm calling it. Next week's going to be a three-hour episode. Okay. It's going to be long. Great. Uh, we will talk to you next week, everybody. Bye, guys. We love you.